Welcome to the Stripe It Like It's Hot podcast. With your host, Cam Roberts. What's happening, Pod Squad? Welcome into episode 41 of the show. Hope you're doing amazing. Uh, thank you for the awesome feedback on the last episode with cash flow issues. It turns out there's a lot of companies out there who are struggling to get paid properly, and some uh, some people just messaged and uh, found some value in, in some of those concepts and ideas. So thank you for that, and thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, if you are listening on Spotify right now, did you know that you can leave this podcast a five-star review with like literally three mouse clicks? Stupid simple. Uh, go to the main podcast page, click on Stripe It Like It's Hot, and at the very top you'll see give a rating and then it'll ask you how many stars you want. If you could do that right now, unless you're driving, if you're driving don't do it, but if you could do that right now, if you're listening on your phone, bust it out, go to the go to the podcast page, drop us a five-star review, it really does help. Um, much appreciated. I actually don't use Apple Podcasts, so I don't know the way to do that. I'm sure it's very simple as well, but if you could, it would mean the world. Thank you so much for doing that, if at all possible. Um, okay, today, I'm going to get right into it today. It's going to be a little bit shorter of an episode, but it's something that's incredibly important. I want to talk about the value of documenting your processes in your company. So I want to talk about what that means, why you should start doing it, and how it's going to help you as your business grows and you start hiring more people and things change. So documenting your processes is exactly like it sounds. When you do something in your business as a business owner, typically you do it without even thinking about it. Okay, so for example, somebody emails you or phones you and asks for a quote for a line painting. Cool, you know what to do. You do this all the stinking time, not a big deal. You go through your process, whatever your process is, and maybe it's not the same every time, um, but you do the same kinds of activities over and over again. So whether that's you, you meet them for a site visit or you ask them some questions or you prepare an estimate on your software, whatever your process is, you have a certain way of doing things that you do each and every day without even thinking about it. Same thing for when you go to paint a parking lot. If it's just you, you're an owner operator or you and a helper or you got some employees, you have a method that you've uh, taught yourself or you were taught by somebody and if you go out into the field with employees, you just instinctively show them this is the way we do it. And then you carry on without even thinking about it. If you show up to a parking lot and you've been restriping parking lots for years, it's you, you can do it blindfolded, right? You know the process and you do it. But what a lot of businesses fail to do, and something that I never used to do, is document the process and how you do the things that you do. Whether it's preparing a quote, how you answer the phone, how you paint the parking lots, how you send out invoices, all of those things that you do instinctively, documenting them makes a huge difference in your business because as your business starts to grow, if you have a written document, like a how-to document or a training video, even better, if you could show like a, a training video, this is how we send out an invoice or prepare a quote in a certain way. Documenting that things will drastically improve the efficiency of new people, new employees, if they come into your business to help you do those tasks. So let's talk about field painting for an example. Um, here's, here's how the workflow typically goes for businesses that are growing. 
you're like me, you start owner operator, one man band, and then eventually you start to get busy. So you hire somebody to help you. And then invariably, whether it's, you know, a younger person just helping you in the field, mix paint or carry stencils, a stencil mover, whatever it is, right? Ultimately, the goal is you try to find an employee who can eventually grab the wheels, grab the handlebars of the machine and start painting themselves. So if you're out in the field as the owner operator, you're in a perfect position to train them hands-on, which is excellent. But the ultimate goal here as businesses start to grow is you won't always be able to be out there. And sometimes your employees might have to go to a project by themselves or you start hiring more employees and now you you need to pivot to a different crew or, or whatever the situation is. Having a documented process is going to do two immediate things for you. Number one, your technicians are going to know exactly what to do, how to do it according to your standards. Okay. Because if you just tell an employee to go paint a curb and they do it way different than the way you do it and the results are different, you're not going to be happy. And this is the common frustration of business owners when they start hiring employees. Oh man, my employee screwed it up really bad. Didn't do it the way he was supposed to. Well, maybe that's true, but did that employee have the best opportunity and the best process to follow so that you got consistent results? So painting a curb, super good example. It wouldn't take much work on your part to write down a simple step-by-step how-to document. Print it off, put it in a binder, keep it in the service truck, or, or go over it You know, at a weekly team meeting. Like, hey guys, I wrote this document. This is the correct way to go paint the curbs. Uh, here's the right spray tips you should use. Here's how you paint the face of it. Here's how you paint the top of it. Here's how you deal with handicap letdown so you don't have a bad you know, overspray. All of those things that you take for granted that you just know how to do, If you write it down, you're going to immediately help your employee know what to do when you're not there. But the second benefit of documenting those processes uh, and how you do things in the field is that as you start to grow, you won't have to be there to train everybody. Now you have a consistent document for other people. Maybe you eventually hire like a a site supervisor or you have a site foreman. Now they can go train hands-on and they are supplemented by this document that you've created or a training video showing them how to do the tasks. And then a third benefit, this is a huge helper for ensuring that you get consistent quality, okay? If you don't have a standard operating procedure, an SOP for how to repaint a parking lot, how to repaint the curbs, how to strap down machines in the trailer properly, if you don't have that standardized, what's gonna happen is Jimmy is going to strap the trailer down and he's going to paint the curb way different than Timmy's going to do it. And the way Timmy does it might not be the way you want it to be done because the way Timmy does it is kind of just kind of ragtag when he straps machines down in the trailer. They're kind of bouncing around all over the place. Stuff gets wrecked. Stuff gets bent. You know, Timmy doesn't, you know, put the, the paint lid on the, on, the, uh, on the paint pail down correctly. He doesn't seal it properly or... You know, when Timmy goes to paint the, poor Timmy here, we were just picking on him. When Timmy goes to paint the curb, you know, he uses way too big of a tip and he's hand spraying stuff a lot. He's not using the machine properly. So you might have Jimmy and Timmy both go out into a field to go paint curbs, but the way they're doing it is so different that you're getting different quality at the end. So documenting the things you do and how you do it helps you in all facets of your business, not just field painting, but how you sell projects, how you prepare quotes. You know, one thing that we're, the reason, the whole reason why this sparked in my brain here today 
was, you know, in painting, you, our, our project life is typically short, right? So a lot of our projects we can do in one night. If they're bigger, sometimes two, three nights. But we're not talking like weeks and weeks of, of time here to complete, to, to complete a typical painting project. But I've talked about this before. We're smack dab at the time of this recording in the middle of our largest project we've ever done. It's, it's another airport project. And this project takes many, many weeks. It's probably going to take as long as two, two and a half months because the project goes in phases. So what typically happens on a project like this, if you're a subcontractor who's on a project for a long period of time, is that you send in progress invoices to the general contractor. So typically it's done in like a period of 30 days or a calendar month. So at the end of a calendar month or on a set day, you send in a, an invoice reflecting the percentage of work you've completed. And the concept here is very simple. If you have a $150,000 contract, you kind of don't want to get paid $0 the entire two, three months of that project, right? If you did 30% of the project in one month, you'd be kind of nice to recoup 30% of that $150,000 and, you know, put the, put the 50 K in the bank so that you can continue to fund the business and the operation. Okay. So again, we, we've done some progress billing before, but now we're on this project where now we have to send in multiple progress invoices and our company laser line painting didn't really have a standardized way of doing that. So when the time came for the first project invoice, but I'm the business owner. So, you know, there's nine of us here working and we have an outsourced accountant and, and a bookkeeper and we have people who are qualified to send in a progress invoice, but there's no process. So what I did was I wrote uh, the progress invoice request and I filled out the forms properly and sent it into the client. So in this case, they required um, a written letter on letterhead uh, outlining this is the percentage of work that has been completed on this line item on this line item and on this line item, we send in the percentages, we calculate it all, we send it into them and hope that we get paid within 30 days for that progress invoice. But now, now that I've created that, you know, I've literally never had to, uh, I shouldn't say that I have sent in progress invoices before, but now in this project, now we're going to be sending in multiple. It's going to have to have a consistent way of doing it because if I just do it the way that I think it should be done. And then, you know, next month, I'm in the hospital, so Robin has to do it or Elaine has to do it. Now they're going to do it differently because we don't have a standardized way. So as your business grows, guys, here's what the whole point of today's episode is. As your business grows, document how you do those things. Document how does, how does laser line painting send in a progress invoice? Sometimes you might get a form sent to you by... The, the general contractor, it's really simple. Then you just fill out the form. But now in our company, now we have a progress request uh, template that we use. It's a letterhead and then we can send it out consistently. Um, I can put some very basic instructions in there and how we calculate things. And now if I am on an island, you know, floating away or on vacation or in the hospital or who knows if I'm unavailable, somebody else in the company can step up follow that SOP, that standard operating procedure to send in that progress invoice. Makes a huge difference, guys. So again, I can't stress this enough. You can document, you can have a standard operating procedure for everything in your business. Now don't freak out and think that now you have to start writing, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of papers. I mean, eventually your company might grow to that point where you have to do that, but just just start with the little things that you do now. 
start with the way that you uh, unload the trailer at a job site. Okay, so in our company, pretty standard uh, procedure we use. We have a painting canvas, like a lay down tarp. That's the first thing that goes down, man. When the trailer door opens and hits the ground, the first thing that comes out is that painting tarp because we store all of our paint on there for that night's project. Um, the, the machines get parked on there. The reason here is obvious. If you have a spill, now you're on a painting tarp. It keeps the parking lot clean. That's our standard operating procedure. That's in a document which every new employee that comes into laser line painting reads through and signs off on. So they're not going to remember everything off the start uh, uh, when you know a brand new employee comes in. They're not going to remember every procedure you have. And they're not going to follow every SOP perfectly. But you're giving them the framework and now if they are in the field, they could actually go back and revert to your SOPs to, to, to help them remember, okay, how do I strap this machine down again? Right? What's, you know, I pulled up to a job site. What's the first thing I got to do? They have a document to help them because what you don't want is if you're the business owner and your, you know, business is growing, you can't always be in all things in all parts of the business. You don't want to get a phone call at 9:30 PM from your guy saying, how do I paint this curb again? Right? You can prevent that by having an SOP. So take the time, document your journey as you go, all the things that you do in your business. It will greatly help you improve the efficiency of new employees. It will greatly help other people train new employees and other people in your business. And it will improve the quality and the standardization of the quality of the things that you do. Huge believer in SOPs. Uh, we've made great strides in our company in the last, you know, year and a half basically with SOPs. I basically didn't have any when I started uh, working with my business coach a couple of years ago. But now as we grow and as we create things, we document those things. We do a lot of things with video training. Uh, we have a project management software where our, our technicians, our employees, everyone can access our SOPs at any time on their phone if they need to. It's made a huge difference in being able to help standardize everything and, and keep things consistent. The other thing it does, worst case scenario, guys, is if you do have uh, employees who aren't fulfilling their job properly, whether that's a salesperson, whether that's an administration person, whether that's a technician in the field, you now have that SOP to go back to them to help correct the way they're doing things. If Timmy is still painting curbs wrong after four months and you have an SOP document, which he's read and signed off on, and he's still painting curbs with hand spraying and using the wrong tips, well, at that point, now you have some documentation where you can either continue to try and help him or more than likely terminate an employee who isn't following your SOPs. Now, that being said, if you don't have SOPs, yes, you can still fire somebody, but there are some, some really big uh, legal ramifications if you start terminating employees who legitimately aren't doing a good job, but you, don't, you didn't give them the best documented process on how to do their job correctly. SOPs make the difference. If you have any questions on how to start implementing them, um, like I said, don't overthink it. Just start documenting these things now, whether it's on paper and then you put it in a computer later, it doesn't matter. Start writing your journey down. And if you have any questions on it, reach out to me. I would love to chat SOPs with you anytime. That's it for today. Short and sweet. In the next few weeks, we got some really good interviews coming on though. So keep your ears peeled. Uh, keep your stripes hot. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you.